You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 5, Episode 16, Episode 101 of the Meet Mediocrity Podcast. My guest today is Haley Curtis. Haley is the founder of the website, the business called Soulful Journaling, S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L, like Soulful Journaling. Haley's going to tell a great story about how she got into journaling and how she helps others use journaling to find their best self and inner peace. Ready to hear more from Haley? Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 5, Episode 16. This is your host, Mitch. This is episode 101, a little bit anticlimactic considering the lead up to episode 100. However, my guest today, Haley Curtis, makes it not anticlimactic, but a continued excitement and climax of um, climactic ish. I, I don't even think that's a word. That is definitely not a word. Anyway, the climax continues with great guests like Haley. How's that? Much better said. Anyway, um, Haley is based uh, on the other side of the planet Earth from where I am. She's in New Zealand, I believe. I am in New York, so not even close. But Haley um, is quite an amazing person because Haley has a business that is based upon journaling and how to use journaling to find inner peace, to rebuild and understand your personal identity, um, use it as a healing tool and a therapeutic slash energy building tool. And I found Haley's story to be really impactful because she talks about how she kind of hit a rock bottom spot in her life and how journaling helped her and how she used that experience to develop soulful journaling, which by the way, you can find at soulful journaling. That's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L-J-O-U-R-N-A-L-I-N-G.com. Soulful, F-U-L-L, journaling. Why, um, how she was able to, to find journaling, channel it to basically save herself and then create something that was so beneficial to others was really inspiring. And it was super interesting to me personally, um, for a reason that I will share with you in the wrap up to this podcast. So, Let me hold my personal um, excitement for the end, and let me now allow you to hear my conversation with Haley. So, without further delay, here's Haley Curtis. So, Haley, thanks for being with me today. Thank you for having me. All the way from New Zealand. New Zealand. So, that's down under as well. We'd call that down under as well, wouldn't we? Or do only Australians call it down under? Australia is down under. New Zealand, 
they like to be a separate entity. They don't I like to be grouped in. <laughs> they, uh, but believe me, I do know that. But I didn't. I I didn't know whether down under was a place or a general vicinity. Yes, down <laughs> under is Australia. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, good. Well, um, yes, I'm well. You know, I um, deal with some New Zealanders uh, in work. And when someone says, I like your Australian accent, that is like the kiss of death. Like they won't even <laughs> forgive you for that. No. They will not forgive you for that. They will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it. Um, people tell me I have a, a New York accent and I don't even really know what they're speaking about because New Yorkers <laughs> don't have accents, of course. <laughs> So anyway, thank you again for being with me. And Haley, I found you online when I saw the word soulful journaling. Mm. And, you know, there's something to the name soulful journaling that actually it could be two words, but there Mm. could be a lot of meaning behind Mm -hmm. those two words. And for some reason it struck me. So Haley, what you don't know about me is Yes, I live in the professional services world in my in my day job, but my background is I was a um, undergraduate. I have an undergraduate degree in English literature, mm. so writing and reading is a thing for me. Yeah. I saw the word soulful journaling, and I was like, I don't know, I'm interested. <laughs> and I reached out to you and I said, would you like to be on my podcast? And you said, I have no idea what your podcast is all about. Um, you checked it out and like you wrote back and you're like, I'm in. So yeah. <laughs> why don't you, why don't we start by you telling uh, my readers a little bit about what soulful journaling is? Oh, I would absolutely love to. Soulful journaling, and it's spelt with a double L. So like you said, there's a lot of meaning in there. It's about the soul becoming full. It is really a place and a community of nurture and guidance, helping predominantly women, but there are men as well within my community, um, but helping them to take a journey back home to themselves. That's the language I use all of the time because what I've found is that in life, we take on all of these layers. The world is telling us why we're not good enough or why we have to be this way or why we have to change. And soulful journaling is about taking you on a journey and facilitating the journey of peeling back those layers to come back to who you truly are and to rebuild a foundation of self-worth, self-love, inner knowing, and along the way, a whole heap of self-discovery. Um, and that's, that's what soulful journaling is all about. And it's self-discovery. So you're you're not, you know, you're not it's therapeutic in its action, but but you're you're discovering about yourself as you go through the process. Absolutely. I'm not there to tell people who they are. I'm there to pose the questions to help them to find out for themselves. Because at the end of the day, the only person who can tell you who you are is you. Well, Haley, I, you know, you mentioned that you're m- mostly women, but have some men. And I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. just a little tidbit uh, for you and for the listeners. So I'm approaching 100 episodes of the podcast. In fact, when I, re- when I release your episode, it's either going to be episode number 99 or episode number 101, because I have episode 100 saved. Amazing. Um, <laughs> so, um, but... I've looked back on my my guests, and I'm about half half male and half female guests. Mm-hmm. But I was checking out my statistics the other day, and I am almost seventy percent female listeners. Wow! 
Interesting. Now, if you asked my wife, she would say that I'm one of these guys that's in touch with his feminine side. And obviously that has worked um, in terms of uh, female listeners. But 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 I I think there's something to that. Right. Because, Mm. um, you know, I I, my podcast is all about wellness and positivity. I think they generally tend to be that women tend to be more open to Mm -hmm. seeking wellness, to Mm -hmm. seeking positivity. And I think that's exactly what you're doing as well, because you're looking, if you're journaling, you're looking for, as you called it, you know, building that, that foundation, having Mm -hmm. Mm self-discovery. Now I'm curious, you know, I mentioned that I was an English major. How did you get into this? Like, how Mm. did you become a journaler? Mm. Yeah, well, journaling is something that I never thought that I would do. And I actually have memories of being a child and even a teenager and thinking that, oh, I wish I could be one of these people that writes in a journal. Like it seemed so, I don't know, whimsical to do that. And I would try and I just, I never could make it stick and I never enjoyed it. And in school, I, you're an English major. I despised English. English was my <laughs> least favorite subject. I didn't read a book for the first time until I was 18, like I really was not that way inclined. However, I did end up studying education and I spent eight years as a primary school teacher, which I think you call an elementary teacher. Um, So there, you know, I did end up getting into more of those sorts of things. But what ended up bringing me to journaling was ending up in a place where my life had just fallen apart. How How long ago was that? That was my big rock, rock bottom moment was seven years ago. Okay. Uh, But it was an unfolding of about five years of just, you know, when things just so slowly start to happen that you almost don't realise and you just go, I can keep pushing through, I can keep going until one day you go, I can't keep going anymore. And my the nature of my life for the first 25 years of my life was, you know, a pretty cruisy life. I always enjoyed what I was doing. Um, I was always quite good at the things that I would put my efforts into. And so I I really cruised. I cruised in life. I mean, of course, there was traumas. We all have our traumas, um, which I've spent a lot of time on digging now. But for the most part, there was nothing that ever made me stop to question anything about my life. I just was like, yep, everything's great. And it took for my life to fall apart in the form of journeying through some really chronic health issues where my whole body started shutting down to the point where I had to quit my job and I was in bed for eight months. I couldn't do anything. Eight months. And it was eight months. It was a really rough time. And the lead up to those eight months was five years of struggling. I know how that that is, the five-year lead up, because you sit there and Mm. you're like, I'm having a bad day and you're having a bad day. Next thing you know, you've had a bad week. And next thing you know, you've had a bad stretch of time. And you're like, oh, for goodness sake. It's, it's, this happens so many different people and it it transpired. it comes out in so many different ways. Like, how did I? How did I just gain fifty pounds? How mm. did I just miss a week straight straight of work and I don't have a fever? Like, it comes yeah. out in, in the strangest of ways. So that's what happened to you, or in some form, it happened to you. Yeah, definitely. And it was just a slow shutting down of my body until my body just was like, "I am not going to work for you anymore." Right. And all my organs started shutting down. It was a really horrible, horrible experience. And it was in that time that I realized that I actually had no idea who I was. And I realized that I had built my entire identity, who Haley was, on top of things like my career, 
my achievements, um, getting validation from the people around me, what I looked like, all of these external factors that I, you know, nothing had ever questioned that before. So it was great. My identity was there and I was doing awesome. But as soon as those things were taken away from me, I was no one. And I found myself feeling absolutely worthless. I just didn't want to be here anymore. And it was a very, very dark time in my life. And it was through that time, obviously the chronic health issues, which was the physical, but then the mental side, I started just panic attack after panic attack. Anxiety was out of control because I I was in chaos. You know, I had no solid ground to stand on because I had no identity. Um, And I just had this pull, you have to put pen to paper, you have to journal because my thoughts were so chaotic. I couldn't grab a clear thought that I was like, I just need to start grabbing one, writing it down, grabbing one, writing it down, which is... um, Similar to, I think, your story. That's, right. That's how it <laughs> happened? Yeah. You just, that is, that is bizarre. <laughs> no, Haley, I completely get it because, mm. um, you know, I, first of all, I completely understand um, mm. this kind of putting, um, measuring your own success in your own life against those external, external things. And it's funny, the first time I ever spoke to a therapist, um, my comment to the therapist was, um, I think 90 to a hundred percent of the people, not a hundred, but 90 plus percent of the people I know would say, Mitch is incredibly successful in Mm. so many different ways. So why aren't I happier? Mm-hmm. And he said, welcome to society these days. Like you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there is a level of, of kind of self-understanding that mm-hmm. that's required. Now, it's interesting because, Haley, um, you mentioned physical ailments and mm-hmm. emotional ailments, and they're truly connected, right? Oh, absolutely. If, you know, the, you know what, what happens in the mind happens in the body. Yeah. And and in many ways, vice versa. Yeah. I once had a moment, Haley, I mentioned this to you in our pre-call, that um, I was having a really low point in my life and panic attacks. Like I'd never experienced something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was less than 24 hours into it. And I too, as even as an English major, had never journaled. Mm-hmm. I had this desperate need to write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced anything like that. And it sounds like that's exactly what you experienced. Absolutely. It's yep. like, it's Spot almost, off. it's almost like a way to, um, you, you would just take and grab a thought, write it down. It's like a way to get the chaos to yep. slow down. Yes. Because the chaos is what create the chaos of your mind is what creates the panic in your chest. Right. Yeah. Yes, and seeking to understand even 5% of the chaos because when, you know, I explained it like I felt like I was a leaf in the wind and wherever the wind would go, I would go. And that act of grabbing something and putting it on the page was like me putting my feet back on the ground. And when it was in front of me, when, it was in, when it's in your mind and you have all of these thoughts, you can't, you can't understand them. Like right. you think you can, but you can't. And as soon as you get them on the page, you can then seek to understand. You have something solid. You put yourself back in the driver's seat and you can say, okay, this is the thought I'm having. What does that mean? And you can suddenly start to just slowly understand. And that's what happened with me in my journal where once I started to get through that chaos, it cleared the way 
And once I'd cleared the way of the chaos, then I started that deeper work um, of digging into all of the juicy things. (laughs) I kind of wish that I had access to a group of people who listen to my podcast consistently. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the reason I say that is we, I've had quite this. You're my first guest ever talking about journaling, Mm -hmm. but I have had guests talk about all different forms of meditation. Mm. And it's very related because Mm -hmm. meditating slows the brain down almost to, you know, a, a blankness Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can't stop stuff from coming into your brain, but you can see them clearly as they come and you can handle them as they come. Yeah. This is almost a way to do the same thing, but mm-hmm. you're taking all of these thoughts and you, instead of like stopping them, yeah. you're, you're pausing, you're writing them down. And it, then as you can calm everything down, you can then understand them. So, mm-hmm. Haley, you started randomly journaling in the middle of a low point in your life. And tell me what happened. So when I first decided I was going to put pen to paper, I knew that I was going to find it difficult. Even though I had the pull, I knew that consistency was something I struggled with. I knew that I didn't enjoy writing and all those things. So I set myself some commitments around the journaling because I knew it was going to help. And for me, I was like, I'm in a point where I've got to do something, right? (laughs) And so I made a commitment to myself that I was going to show up to my journal. Here's my current one. I was going to show up to my journal for five minutes every day and write a minimum of two sentences. And that's where I started. And some days I would show up and I did not feel like it. Oh, sorry, that was my door closing. (laughs) Windy here. Um, And some days my two sentences were, I have no idea what to write. I feel like an idiot. Like that was my two sentences. But I was committed to showing up because I knew that it was actually in me showing up was actually what mattered. It was me declaring I'm going to prioritise myself and I'm going to create the space for something to happen because you can't force the healing. You've got to first create the space. And so what I did was I continued to force myself to show up for these five minutes and some days it would be 15 minutes and I'd find some flow and I'd write a few pages and then some days I noticed, oh, I'm, you know, I'm writing 20 minutes, I'm writing 30 minutes. And over time, because I committed, I built a really ingrained, not just a habit, but a ritual. It wasn't, it wasn't just, oh, I'm here to do something on my to-do list. I really created this ritual, this space, you know, it wasn't just my journal, it was also the music and it was the oil that I had burning. It was the cup of tea that I had. It was my safe space where I got to come and nobody else was a part of it. It was for me and me alone. And as I began to just slowly dig, it got deeper and deeper and I really, in the pages of my journal, rebuilt my entire identity learned, I fell in love with myself. I found out who I am and I now stand on this rock solid foundation that no one or nothing could make me falter, you know, because I always, no matter what happens tomorrow, I know that I'm going to be okay because I know who the heck I am and I know my worth, you know, and that's what happened in my journals. Loving, loving yourself is mm. the is is so cliche mm. <laughs> and so hard for people who 
don't truly understand or love themselves to grasp. Mm-hmm. But when you find it, mm-hmm. it's like magic. It's Absolutely. like magic. The fact that you were able to use um, a journal and a pen to figure that out for yourself mm. is quite amazing. Would you, how long would you say it took for you to feel like you were going, you went from your lowest when you started journaling to a point where you're mm. like, now I'm kind of like, okay, but not where I want to be. So like, how did, how long did this progress? Because yeah. I, I'm sure there are people listening to this who are like, oh, journaling, I'm interested. Mm. Or I, mm. So tell me a little bit about how long that, that process took for you. Yeah, I guess there was a couple of milestones. Yep. And the first one would have happened within the first two weeks mm-hmm. where I was like, this is calming me. This is bringing me a tiny bit of hope because I'd lost all hope. I was just in the darkness and it was two weeks in that I was like, okay, there's something here because I'm starting to slightly understand and I know that there's more. So that was the first two weeks. And after two weeks, I was like, right, I'm, I'm here. Like I didn't have to force myself to show up anymore. And then I would say about three, four months in, I really had a bit more of a sense of control back over my life and then it would have been I reckon 18 months to two years in I um I had that real deep you know it sort of transitioned into yes I know I know who I am now but now I believe it and now I feel that I'm in the phase of I have become it so I really I talk about this um with journaling it's about the knowing the believing the becoming um because we know we should love ourselves right And we know we shouldn't have those thoughts. And so when we're in the knowing, we can catch it and say, oh, I shouldn't be thinking that way. Let me swap it. And then we start to actually believe those thoughts. And once we've believed them long enough, we become it. So you no longer have to catch because you are that person, you know. So it's been the transition of the three. So incredibly well described. That was great. Um, you clearly <laughs> do know yourself. So, yes. <laughs> um, so that was so that was seven years ago. Yeah, right, when it's you, when you started. So, I know you have a website. I know you 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 now have a business that mm. that follows this. Mm-hmm. When did when did you go from um, self exploration into helping others? So soulful journaling only began in. November 2020. So okay. it's just over a year old. Yep. Uh, and all those years prior with my journaling, I never considered it being a business. I never considered it being anything outside my own little safe, sacred mm-hmm. bubble. Yep. Because that's what it was for me. And, and that's what I it was for. That was its purpose. Yeah. yeah. It it had nothing to do with anyone else. I wouldn't talk to anyone else about what I was journeying through because it was it was so real and raw in the moment. And I guess it was the moment that I transitioned into the becoming phase of my journey where I became this woman that suddenly I had the capacity to share and I had the capacity to guide because I had been through that journey myself. And I was looking, I was seeking for a business because I knew that I didn't want to continue with my teaching career. Um, it was just too taxing on my yeah. physical health because even though I'm much better now, I still do. I have my health 
struggles um and so I knew that I I couldn't keep doing that long term and I really just I wanted something that was a part of me you know not just a job or a business that I showed up to because I wanted to make money but something that would create financial stability but something that was a piece of me and I was searching for this thing for months and I was thinking thinking and this one day I was on a walk and it just suddenly hit me and it said to me journaling (laughs) journaling is a piece of you it's huge and there's so much there is so much healing in it for other people just like there was for me um and so as soon as that idea dropped I spent the next two weeks just fully delving into figuring it out what was it going to look like was what was the branding what did I want to share and I launched it two weeks later on on Instagram that's where I started um and yeah it's it's been a beautiful journey ever since and you're so I mean I I've looked at your website Mm soulfuljournaling.com right yes .com. and with two L's soulful um (laughs) but tell me like it's writing. It's it's personal writing. How did you make a business out of it? What kind of business? What kind of business did you make out of it? Yeah. So I guess I the business really is on those anchors. It's a business that um, takes people on the journey. It's a business that is sort of it's a handout. You know, I see it as putting my hand out to to offer the journey to other people, mm-hmm. um, and it's. It's a it's a facilitator, you know. It's not the answer. I don't see myself as the answer because everybody's answer is going to be personal to them. Mm-hmm. But I see what I do as the facilitation of the journey. And what I've discovered through my own journaling, and now as this facilitator, I've discovered that I have a real gift. And I'm I'm proud to, I used to be nervous to say this, like, oh, who am I to say I have a gift? But I'm very <laughs> proud to stand in the power and saying, I have this amazing gift to ask the right questions. Um, just these questions that crack open the layers. So what I see it as is we've all got these hard layers and my job is just to crack it ever so slightly so that then the person on the other side can rip it open. Yep. You know, it just takes for the right question. And sometimes the questions that I ask some of my one-on-one clients, they come back with like, oh, my God, like that just that just sent me into this whole new level of awareness and understanding of myself just from this one question. So, um, yeah, but then the way that my business is built, obviously I, uh, I, I present a lot of free content and I put up lots and lots of journaling prompts on my Instagram and on my website that are those questions that are posed to everyone that people can start to take a journey. Um, but then I have the side of my business, which is much more personal where I ask the direct questions to people based on exactly where they're at. That's amazing. And I bet you people I know because I've looked when people see kind of the general prompts they start mm. realizing, you know, and they see what you're getting at, mm. and then and then and then they probably want to reach out and and see mm-hmm. whether you can help them with something more specific. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do you? Th- so there are a lot of people who journal, have diaries, have done that like since they were little kids and what have yeah. you. But there there are adults who've never journaled before, like you and me. Mm. Where do you start? And is there a right and wrong way to approach it? Mm. 
the biggest hurdle people face is starting. And in my own community, when I reach out and say, you know, what what is the biggest struggle for you? It is always either getting started or consistency, which are kind of one in the same, right? Creating a practice. Um, And what I have found, there are two key things that stop people. The biggest one would be fear. Um, We're petrified to find out what's actually in there. Because we spend so much of our life avoiding, we spend so much of our life running from our feelings, putting them away in nice, neat little boxes and hoping that they never come back. So people are actually petrified to go there. Um, but once once you jump that initial hurdle of the fear, you realise that there is such bliss on the other side and you actually build up this tolerance to pushing into that fear And then there's the other side of it where people actually just don't know what to do. They're like, well, what do I write about? Like, who do I write to? Um, You know, all those sorts of questions. And my biggest piece of advice with, with that question is, first, you need to know why do you want to journal? Because your purpose for journaling is going to determine what style of journaling you're going to do because there's so many different ways you can journal, right? And I've journaled in many different ways over my years. So for someone who wants to journal to calm their chaos and to calm their anxiety, it might look like brain dumping. For someone who wants to journal because they want to, you know, reach goals, it might be intention setting. For someone who wants to create more joy in their life, it might be gratitude journaling, you know. So first you need to have the clear understanding of why do I even want to do this? Why do I want to be here? And that's going to, number one, tell you how you're going to do it. And number two, it's going to give you the fuel to show up and to push through that fear because you know the outcome that you're searching for. You know, um, some sometimes you, I, I understand wanting to know why you're doing it, but I, I would also venture to say, correct me if you, if you have a different experience, I'd venture to say that just because you think you know why you're starting to journal, mm. that doesn't have to remain your why. Like, Absolutely. Right. There's an, yeah. there's almost like a, a journey in the journey, if you will. I the say evolution. that. I, I say that because um, funny, 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 and important story. Mm. Um, and and I didn't ask her permission to tell the story, but it's my mother, so I'm allowed to say whatever I want. She will. Mm-hmm. She'll never get mad at me because I'm her son. Um, <laughs> lucky me that I have that kind of mother. But my mother. Um, and I and our family uh, lost my sister a few years back. And all of us, we, we all had a tough time with it, but my mother had a particularly tough time on with it. And, um, you know, she was looking for ways to come to grips with it. And you know, she wasn't like into going to therapy or group therapy or group discussions. And she just, you know, she was kind of like floundering her way through the grief process. Mm-hmm. And one day she was just looking to do something different. And my mother is not a writer. I can assure you she, she's not a writer. It's not something she's done in, in her life, but she took, she, she signed up for an adult education, creative writing course, just as a distraction. Cause it sounded interesting. Mm. And one thing led to another. And she started writing about my sister mm. and, you know, a short story led to a multi-chapter book, which is still being written, but, um, she she comes and speaks to me with this smile on her face when she speaks about the book and it's journaling. Mm. 
it's mm-hmm. it's healing yeah. and it wasn't the intention that she set the intention she set was to set down on paper uh, memories of my sister so that I can have them and other family members could have them. And what it became is, is therapeutic for herself. Beautiful. And so I would imagine there are people that you've met Haley who start with one why and then discover mm-hmm. otherwise. Absolutely. And that's because when you start putting pen to paper, you've created the space for what needs to come through to come through. You know, if we never create the space for it, the healing can't happen. Um, And so, yeah, just putting, actually allowing yourself, bringing down, you know, those those blocks and allowing ourselves to be vulnerable because it's a very vulnerable thing to be together with your thoughts, you know. And when you bring down that barrier and you start to write, you sort of open the floodgates for what wants to and needs to come out of you to come out. And I think that that is just so beautiful, um, the journey that your mum's on and the healing that that's brought. Expressively writing is in itself just so healing and I love that um, what started as just something small has grown into something huge um because that's exactly what I see in my journey as well you know what started as capture a thought and put it down so that you can get through the day turned into something magical you know and that's what we create the space for when we say all right I'm going to show up and I'm willing to put a pen to paper so let's 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 wrap up this conversation with the following scenario okay (laughs) so imagine a person who would love to journal. They, 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 they've never journaled before, but the concept of like, they've got a comfy chair in their, in their, in their house. Uh, I, I'm, I'm imagining, I'm imagining like this kind of like big comfy chair with an ottoman and like a, a, a throw blanket that may, you know, to cover yourself, you know, a little table next to you with a cup of tea, and <laughs> and they 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 they've always dreamt of just sitting there and 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 writing, mm-hmm. and instead of taking the pen and starting day one, they're committed. They are going to do this. Mm-hmm. Instead of starting with 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 writing, they come to Haley, yes. and they say, Haley, I I want to get this off to a, a on the right foot. And and what what will become a sustainable foot? Something that I can be do consistently. Mm-hmm. Haley, guide me. What should I do? What oh, would you say? Question. <laughs> well, whenever somebody pops on into my emails or my DMs on Instagram saying I'm wanting to start, I'm just you know, what should I do first? I always guide them to I have a free one-hour journaling workshop that I created for this person that you're talking okay. about Okay, that takes them through in-depth how to create consistency, different ways to journal, how to dig deeper. I think that's the big question because people are like, okay, I can start writing, but how, like, what does it mean to dig deeper? How do I peel back the layers? What does journaling look like when you're journaling to heal? So I go through all of that in this one-hour workshop that people um, 
get access to when they sign up to my email list. So it's all free. So that's where I would start them off so that they watch that first. And then I'd always say, after you've watched that, jump on back into my messages and let's chat. You know, what questions do you still have after watching that? Um, because I feel like I've put some of my best my best um, knowledge into that video. And then from there, um, I really chat with that person about what's going to be the best fit for them moving forward. For some people, they are looking just to find out a little bit more about themselves. You know, they're like, I want a journal, but, you know, there's nothing major. There's no major trauma or anything that I'm trying to face. I just want to get to know myself more. And I would send them in the direction of one of my books called Digging Deeper that has 204 journaling prompts in it about all different areas of life. And they're all set out with a question and then dig deeper, dig deeper, dig deeper. So I'd send them off um, in that direction where they can just start to explore different areas of their life. Uh, but if they were in a point in life where they're saying, all right, I, I am ready to dive deeper. I am ready to, you know, really overcome some of my limiting beliefs or behaviors. I am ready to uh, heal from these wounds of the past. I would encourage them into um, one of my more personalized containers, which would be, um, I write personalized prompts for people, which is where I, where my heart and soul absolutely is, where they show me a glimpse into the workings of their mind, their heart, their soul, and then I create a, a fully individualized ebook for them with between 200 and 300 journaling prompts, um, which would take them on a two to three year journey, really, um, of digging deep and peeling back these layers um, and going on that real deep journey. But that's not for everyone, you know, and that's not where everyone starts. Um, for some people, it's just, let me just start by answering some journaling prompts that you could find for free on my website or jumping onto Pinterest or Google and typing in journaling prompts, you know, you can find so much free resources um, and just start um, that experience of being vulnerable. And as you start to say, okay, I'm ready to go deep. That's where I'd be like, come on over, let's go. And I'd love to journey hand in hand with those people. That's amazing. Haley, I really appreciate uh, almost a hundred episodes of my podcast and the first person to speak about journaling. And frankly, this has really meant a lot to me because I never really viewed that moment in my life when I was in a panic and I started writing as journaling, but now I realize mm -hmm. what, how, how important it was. And I related to yeah. your story. Amazing. And then I think about my mother and how, how, you know, writing a short story turned into a really therapeutic mm. sort of journaling. And, mm. and now I'm hearing about your business and, and the people who you work with. And I'm, I'm more convinced than ever <laughs> about the important, the importance of, uh, of going on that personal journey by, by oh. getting some things on paper. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you can buy some really cool pens and you can buy some nice books and there's so many things you can do with it, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and that's all part of it. You've got to you've got to make yourself want to do it, you know. Invest in a nice book. Get you some need nice the pens. gear. You need the proper gear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Haley, um, it's early morning your time. It's late afternoon my time. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is a great conversation. I really appreciate it. Oh, I've absolutely loved it. Thank you for having me on, Mitchell. All righty. 
So if you remember when we started this podcast, um, right before my conversation with Haley, I said that they had a special impact um, on me, and it was mentioned in the discussion. The the, the impact on me, which I didn't want to steal um, from the conversation, is the fact that I've had my fair share of rock bottom moments. Um, we, you know, if you if you're around this planet Earth long enough, and if you're living if you're living life full enough, you're going to have those moments. And I had a moment that I vividly recall now, probably almost 15 years ago, um, but I remember it vividly, and I remember having panic attacks, like really deep panic attacks, like the heart racing, the not knowing where to turn, um, really, really challenging uh, moment, um, period of time in my life. And I, now I'm an English major, so I, um, even though I didn't pursue English as a career, I have an education in English because I love reading and writing, but it was really fascinating to me. I'm in the middle of these panic attacks and I wanted to write. I wanted to write. I started writing a filling notebooks full of thoughts and I never understood why. I never understood why. I knew it helped me. And then speaking with Haley today it became clear why when your brain is racing and spinning out of control and it's impacting your entire body, your chest, your heart rate, everything, it helps you slow things down. It helps you slow the brain down, get key thoughts on paper and think about those thoughts in a more logical manner. Now, um, journaling isn't simply a matter of summarizing and and slowing your brain down, but it really helped me channel my thoughts, control my thoughts, get my head together, and and in turn, get my life together. And that's kind of what Haley described. I'm summarizing it, but that's kind of what Haley described. And that is why I found the conversation to be so incredibly impactful. Now, it sounded to me like Haley hit a rock bottom that might have been even lower than any rock bottom I've hit. Um, But that's irrelevant. You know, it was Haley's rock bottom, and we all have our own bottoms, and we all have our own challenges. And having tools... During the course of the Meet Mediocrity podcast, we've talked about a number of tools, whether it's physical exercise, whether it's meditation, whether it's being mindful, whether it's hypnosis, whether it's yoga, um, things that, tools we can use to channel our wellness, to get our, our heads together, to get our bodies in sync with our minds. Journaling is not, you know, 100 episodes, now 101. We've not discussed journaling until today, and I think it's a great tool to add to our repertoire. So thank you, Haley, for joining me on the Meet Mediocrity podcast, and thank you, listeners, for sticking with me and and joining me through 101 episodes. Um, We are getting closer to the end of Meet Mediocrity podcast season five. Um, I do not know yet exactly how many episodes this season will be but i'm we're closing in it's the final few i don't know whether it's three five seven or nine but it's something like that um and uh again i just want to thank you for listening i want to thank Haley again and i would wish you a continued peace happiness wellness um take care and be well there you have it take care everyone bye-bye